Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it's time for our Week 13 game plan preview on defense. I'm going to tell you why sacks are not that important to the Titans defense this week against the Eagles. Then, on offense, I'll tell you what the Titans can do to re-energize the run game in Philly. And then finally, this game may very well come down to a battle between A.J. Brown and his replacement, Traylon Burks. All of that and more on today's Game Plan Preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we are getting even closer to game day. The Tennessee Titans take on the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. And obviously, there is a lot of juice with this matchup for reasons that you all very well know. I am going to get into how the Titans can defeat the Eagles in Philadelphia. Before I do, want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Also, thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every single day. Remember, I am putting out Monday through Friday free Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round, including the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you want the Titans to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, nearly 25 years as a Tennessee Titans fanatic and a certified film junkie. With that being said, let's dive into my game plan preview. We are going to start on the defensive side of the ball. And in the intro, I told you guys, I do not think sacks are all that important for the Titans defense this week. And you may be asking me, Tyler, what the heck are you talking about? This team is built on pass rush. Well, let me take you back in the time machine. Tennessee Titans fans who have been listening to the show for a while or just watching the team over the last few years. You may have noticed that when the Titans play a quarterback with immense running ability. Look, I'm not talking about Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow, guys who have good mobility or Russell Wilson maybe in the past. Guys who have good pocket movement but aren't really going to kill you as a runner. I'm talking about guys like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. Those are examples, okay? When the Titans play these teams, they have a plan to play zone, keep all their eyes on the quarterback, and have a disciplined mush rush. Mush Rush. What does that mean? To me, mush rush is all about pass rush integrity. Guys, you've heard it when we talk about kickoff, kickoff coverage. Hey, keep your lane on kickoff. If you lose your integrity of your lane on kickoff, that leaves an open lane for the returner to get through. You have to keep your lane integrity on kick coverage. Well, think about that philosophy and apply it to pass rush. The Titans pass rushers 
can't get too far up the field on the edges or you leave wide open lanes for Jalen Hurts to run through. The Titans' interior defensive linemen can't get themselves too wide because then they leave interior gaps for Jalen Hurts to run through. I do not want the Titans to be full out 110% aggressive in their rush like they've done against Baltimore numerous times, like we've seen against Buffalo. And yeah, maybe the last time the Titans played Buffalo and played Baltimore, it didn't go well. But there's enough success on previous game plans that you have to implement that. So sacks are not that important to the Titans. What is important, what is important is to hem in Jalen Hurts, keep him in the pocket, and make Jalen Hurts beat you from the pocket, consistently delivering accurate strikes, 10, 12 play drives, all accurate down the field. That is what the Titans have to force Jalen Hurts to do. Now, he may very well still beat you if you accomplish that, but you're setting yourself up for the best chance of success. Now, the number one thing, I went straight to the mush rush on pass rush because that is the flashy thing to discuss, but the biggest thing for the Titans defense is to stop the run. The Titans gave up over 100 rushing yards to the Bengals, and the Bengals didn't crush them on the ground, but the Bengals were able to get good enough gains on the ground in early downs that they had third and short opportunities more often in the second half. The Titans have to get the Eagles into long yardage third downs. The Titans are the third best run team, run defense in the league. But Philly is the third best running team in the league at 162 and a half yards per game. And they ran for over 300 yards last week. So the Titans must stop the run. But they're not going to be able to go into their base defense. They're not going to be able to play a pure 3-4 or a pure 4-3 with three or four linebackers on the field. Philly is going to play three wide receivers. They're going to be in shotgun. You're not going to be able to do that. So that means it's going to be a big week for the big nickel package with Imani Hooker as the slot defender. Going to be a big week for that. And I'll talk some more about the defensive backs when we talk about the individual matchups towards the end of the show. But continuing here with the Titans' defensive game plan. So number one, stop the run from your big nickel package. Mush rush in passing situations where you're not purely going all out for the quarterback. Your goal is to keep rush integrity and keep him hemmed in the pocket. Also, I mean, the Eagles have a really good offensive line. The Titans may not be able to get a ton of pressure with Danico Autry out anyways. So it makes even more sense considering that, that even if you go all out in the pass rush, you still might not be able to get adequate pressure on Jalen Hurts with the quality of the Eagles offensive line and then the injuries the Titans have on their defensive line. Jalen Hurts has run for 597 yards and eight touchdowns this year. So mush rush, pass rush integrity, not getting too far up the field not getting too wide in your rush lane. That stuff is the most important thing for the Titans. With that, as I mentioned before, with this game plan comes zone defense. Two high safeties. I said it last Friday. Do not give Joe Burrow one-on-one man coverage on the sidelines and cover one man to go after his playmaker and T. Higgins. Don't do it. Don't put your cornerbacks on an island. Well, not only do they have somebody better than T. Higgins and A.J. Brown, they got Devonta Smith on the other side. Do not, do not, Shane Bowen, run cover one man consistently and leave your corners on an island again. 
where Jalen Hurts can simply just throw up a couple balls on the sideline and let A.J. Brown go over Roger McCreary, A.J. Brown go over Christian Fulton. Don't give them those matchups. Two high safety looks. Cover four, cover two, all eyes on Jalen Hurts. When you're in man coverage, it makes it easier for the quarterback to run as well. Do not play a ton of man coverage like you did last week. Play zone, must rush, all eyes in zone coverage and two high safety looks with help on the outsides for your cornerbacks. Do not do the same thing you did last week against the Bengals that got you beat. Do not do it, Shane. Must rush, zone coverage with two high safeties. It's simple. A.J. Brown is the third best wide receiver in the NFL per pro football focus against man coverage with an 88.0 grade. Devonta Smith is 19th in the NFL against man coverage with a 77.1 grade. Do not leave them in man coverage all day and give them easy opportunities. The final thing is the Titans have to get turnovers. The Eagles have the best turnover margin in the NFL at plus 13. In the two games that the Eagles lost the turnover battle, they lost their only loss, and it was to the Commanders. And then the other game was against the Colts, which I'm sure a lot of you guys and some of you guys in my comments throughout the week have reminded me that the Colts almost beat the Eagles. Well, the way that they did it, win the turnover battle. I know that that's a lot of stuff on defense. Stop the run out of big nickel, mush rush with the pass rush, too high zone coverage on defense, and create turnovers. But we're talking about maybe the best team in the NFL, and in my opinion, clearly the best roster in the NFL from a talent perspective. So yeah, the Titans defense has their work cut out for them. I don't know if my extended game plan made that obvious to you guys, but it should have. So if you could do all those things, then you could beat Philly at home. If you can't, it might be a long day, but the Titans' defense is going to need the offensive's help, offense's help as well. The Titans have to re-energize their rush game. To do that, there are a couple of adjustments that they can make. I'm going to tell you what I think they should do. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy football made simple. All you do is pick a roster of two to five players. Price Picks has a projection for every player. Derrick Henry, 100 rushing yards. Jalen Hurts, 200 passing yards. A.J. Brown, one receiving touchdown. All you do is say whether the player is going to do more or less than their projection, and you can win up to 10 times your money. Go to prizepicks.com right now or download the Prize Picks app. Enter the promo code Locked On. You're going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 for first-time users. You sign up at prizepicks.com, use the promo code Locked On. You deposit $100, you get a free $100. You deposit $50, you get a free $50, et cetera, et cetera. So go to prizepicks.com right now. Use that promo code Locked On and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Titans fans, we are going to continue today's game plan preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about the Titans defense. Stop the run from big nickel. Must rush in the pass rush. Zone coverage with two high safeties to take away the outside one-on-ones and create turnovers. It's a lot, but if the Titans can do it all, they certainly can win in Philadelphia. But on the offensive side of the ball, the Titans need to re-energize their run game. And listen, guys. 
We've seen it two weeks in a row now. A 6-1 front from the opposing team. Green Bay, 6-1 front. Bengals, 6-1 front. Philly, on tape, has shown a 6-1 front. They did it against Green Bay. So they're going to be ready to operate. Now, the Eagles in general like to be a four-man front team. I don't know why. They do really well out of five-man fronts when they have a penny front up there and they got five guys on the line of scrimmage. They do a tight front out of nickel. I mean, they do a lot of good things out of four-man fronts. But in this game, they're going to need to go to a six-man front. And they will run that 6-1 against the Titans. Two tight end packages are heavy. The Titans did not show last week that against a talented defense, they have the ability to consistently beat the 6-1. They're not going to be able to run their wide zone on it. In a 6-1, two outside linebackers, one creating the edge front side, one taking away the cutback. Four defensive linemen in the middle, not allowing the Titans offensive linemen to execute double teams and work up to the second level, which is the basis of the run game and the blocking scheme for the Titans. So, if they're not going to be able to do those things, what do they need to do? And make no mistake, Philly's run defense doesn't look great on paper. 120 uh, rushing yards per game they've allowed, which is like 15th in the NFL. But we've seen Denver have the 21st run defense. They did very well against the run in that game. Teams gear up for the run game against the Titans, and you can throw their typical standings or statistics out the window. So Philly is going to have a smart game plan because they have smart, really good coaches. Okay? So the Titans, what we need to see. Number one, you got to mix in more power runs. You got to have more power runs or one-on-one blocks, and you pull a lineman or a tight end or both from the backside, and that allows you to create uh, basically a fullback, a lead blocker through the hole. And power run is all about executing one-on-one blocks. So can the Titans run power runs to counter the 6-1 front because double teams aren't as necessary? That's what I'll be looking for. Yeah, you need some double teams with power runs, some down blocks to get some movement. The Titans weren't able to do that against DJ Reader. Now they get Jordan Davis probably be back. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, Linval Joseph, Ndamukong Sue, Robert Quinn. I mean, my God. So the Titans aren't going to be able to do what they normally do. They're going to have to go power run when they want to do regular runs. But I want to see some perimeter-based runs from the Titans. I want to see some jet sweeps. Not to Malik Willis, please. Let's get a jet sweep to Traylon Burks. Let's get a jet sweep to Dontrell Hilliard. Let's get a jet sweep to Chickaconquo. Also, I want to see the Titans run the ball out of shotgun. Force getting three wide receiver sets. Force Philly to go to nickel. That's what they want to do anyways. Force them to go to nickel. Don't let them play a 6-1 front in a base defense. Go to three wide receiver shotgun sets and run the ball from there. The Titans did a little bit of power run from shotgun last week. We're going to need to see a little bit more of that. They started adjusting. And Fab Junkie, I got you because this is the next step. You got to throw the damn ball early. First down, second down, in shotgun. And can we get some more quick screens? You guys remember that quick screen to Chigaconquo that went for 40-some yards? What happened to that? Now we're motioning Jeff Swaim out into the flat and running a slant to him? Come on, man. We got to get the ball to Burks and Chigaconquo quickly 
Because if the defense is running a 6-1 and they have eight guys in the box with a defensive back coming down, then that means the majority of their defense is within a freaking box in the middle. You have to find a way to attack the perimeter. Jet sweeps, quick screens. Even let Dontrell Hilliard run the ball out of the backfield and, th- and toss the ball. Run some pitch sweeps. Do those with Hilliard. You got to get Hilliard more involved in the run game to get his speed to the perimeter to take away the advantage that these teams are creating for themselves by stuffing the box with a 6-1 front. Okay? These are things that you have to do. Now, I want to say this. For the Titans to stay in this game, for the Titans to win this game, they're going to need some explosive plays down the field. The Philadelphia Eagles love to run what I would call cover six. I know it's a little different. People use different terminology and a lot of like roles and rules that are there, but they like to do quarter, quarter, half, where they have one defensive back running basically a cover two on one side. And then on the other side, they have their safety and their cornerback running quarters, which means they have one fourth of the field deep. Well, the Titans like to run quarters coverage. The Titans have even run some split field coverage where they're cover two on one side and cover four on the other side. What route concepts beat that? Number one, a double post. The double post has the ability to attack quarters coverage. Okay? Not only that, but a post wheel route has the ability to attack quarters coverage. Guys, do you remember the game against Buffalo last year? 2021. Cole Beasley caught a touchdown pass at the end of the half. The Titans were in quarters coverage. And what happened was the outside receiver ran a post and the outside quarter went with him and then they slid a wheel route down the sideline behind him. So those are route combinations that can attack the type of coverages that Philly likes to play. The question is for me, what will Philly do? Because all indications are 6-1 front, tight man coverage. That's how you beat the Titans. It's happened for years now. Tight man coverage, 6-1 front. That's how you beat the Titans. It's simple. But the Eagles like to be in four-man fronts, like to be in nickel, and like to play zone. So will the Eagles break their tendencies on defense to match what best beats the Titans? Or will the Eagles do what they do best and see if they can just stop the Titans from their alignments? I mean, I don't have the answer to you because I'm not Jonathan Gannon. I don't know what Gannon's going to do. But God, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what the Eagles decide to do schematically against the Titans. Do they follow their own likes and wishes? Or do they follow what beats the Titans? I mean, it is an incredible mystery that I'm excited to find out. The football nerd in me cannot help it. I can't wait to watch that film and watch what happens. But uh The last thing I want to say is the Titans were 0-3 in the red zone last week against the Bengals. They got to do a lot better than that if they want to beat Philly. Nothing schematic to tell you there. It's just a simple, you got to be better in the red zone. And honestly, in my opinion, that comes down to Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill wasn't good enough in the red zone last week. And that's a big part of the reason they weren't able to to score in the red zone. 0-3. So, with that in mind, we will move forward to the individual portion of the show. I'm going to zoom in. Talk about the individual matchups that will make the biggest difference in this game. And I know some of you guys don't like it, but at the end of the day, who makes more plays? A.J. Brown or Traylon Burks? I think that'll have a lot to do with who wins. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you guys know about Bet Online. 
BetOnline is your number one source for all your football, basketball, hockey, World Cup, gambling needs. They have all the latest lines. They have uh, all the latest information. Uh, It's a fantastic resource. Check out BetOnline. Also want to tell you guys about Audible. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. Find Think Like a Champion now wherever you get your podcast. Think Like a Champion is a brand new podcast from Russell Wilson and Audible. Russ is a champion on the field, but off of it, we rarely know the grind on the path to greatness. Each episode features interviews with Olympic medalists, NFL stars, business leaders. It's available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcast. Head over to the Locked On Presents podcast feed for a sneak peek of Think Like a Champion and catch the full series available anywhere you get podcasts available everywhere. Now, Audible, get in the game. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's game plan preview edition of this Locked on Titans podcast. We talked offense, we talked defense, what the Titans need to do from a game plan perspective. But now I want to talk about individual players and individual matchups within offense and defense that I think are most important. Before we get into that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year long on all platforms, including the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Sunday after the game, I'll be live immediately to break down everything that took place. Make sure that you don't miss that. Also, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Uh, From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. I frequently make appearances on Locked On Sports Today, breaking down what's going on with the Titans. So might be worth it for you guys to check it out just for that alone. But diving in here on the offensive side of the ball, I talked about Traylon Burks against A.J. Brown, but they don't play against each other. So what do the battles really come down to? And for Traylon Burks, I think it's going to come down to the Eagles' new safety, undrafted free agent, Reed Blankenship. So one of the best safeties in the entire NFL, Chauncey Garner-Johnson got hurt last week, a lacerated kidney. Man. That sounds awful, but he's not going to play this week. And that means Reed Blankenship, the undrafted free agent safety, will be taking his place. Now, don't think for a second that you're going to get an easy matchup with Reed Blankenship, who fits very well in the Eagles defense and even got an interception last weekend coming down, uh, charging forward out of his zone to make a play. It was a fantastic individual play immediately when he got on the field. But at the end of the day, Traylon Burks can beat Reed Blankenship in the air and combat contested catches. The Titans, like I said, are going to need two explosive plays, whether that be a double post against quarter-quarter half, whether that be a post-wheel route combination. The Titans have to find a way to get Traylon Burks down the field, one-on-one with Reed Blankenship, and throw the ball. you got to worry about Marcus Epps, the other safety. He's going to be out there. But there are going to be opportunities where you get Traylon Burks screaming down the field against Reed Blankenship, and I don't give a damn what the celebration what the separation is. Throw the ball to Burks. Last week, Ryan Tannehill completed that 51-yard pass to Traylon Burks. There was a 20% chance that he was able to complete that, and Traylon Burks only had 0.5 yards of separation. 
That is the point. Traylon Burks can win those combat catches even when he has no space. Even when the odds are against him. Sounds like somebody we used to know somebody. Anyways, moving forward here. Burks has to win that matchup. But Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, bring it in. I'm going to talk to you for a second. Let me say this. Ryan Tannehill has not been bad this year. Tannehill has not been bad. Tannehill has been pretty good. Tannehill has been pretty good. But Tannehill hasn't been great once. Tannehill hasn't elevated the team over what was there one time this year. He hasn't had that game. He played good against the Packers. He's had some good games throughout the year. But he hasn't had that game. And last week, the reality is, Tannehill missed guys in the red zone. He had open men that he either progressed too quickly, he was impatient and got through his progressions too quick to hit the open guy the play was designed for, or he made an inaccurate pass. One thing I do want to mention here is that play to Jeff Swaim was stupid. Terrible play call. Terrible play. I like the design. I hate the play call because you're using Swaim instead of Chick, but that pass was a little high too. Now, a better player than Jeff Swaim could have jumped up there and caught it and made something out of it, but Tannehill didn't throw an ideal ball for that play to work. Tannehill has to be great in this game. And he hasn't been great very much this year. He's been good, but he hasn't been great. We need Ryan Tannehill to play great in this game if the Titans are going to win. Point blank period. Hit all the open guys. Not only do you need to hit the open guys, throw somebody open. Throw an anticipation throw before a guy makes his break. Tannehill doesn't do those things. At least not consistently enough. I can only think of one or two anticipatory throws that Tannehill has been able to connect on all year. So, Tannehill has to play his A game for the Titans to win this game on the road against Philly. Because you know Jalen Hurts is bringing his. Okay? So, moving to, speaking of Jalen Hurts, moving to the defensive side of the ball. This is simple for me. The Titans' defensive backs and edge players have to be better. Because, number one, like I said, the Titans are going to have to stay in big nickel or in nickel packages against the Philadelphia Eagles offense, which means the defensive backs are going to be critical to the run fit. Okay? The defensive backs are going to have to act as linebackers in this game. That means Elijah Molden. That means Andrew Adams. That means Amani Hooker. They have to be good because Philly, what's killing the Titans is teams are blocking down on them and they're washing down their defensive ends. And then as David Long or Dylan Cole swoop over the top for their scrape, they're meeting one-on-one in a hole with a lineman, and they're losing. When the Titans lose in the run game, that's what happens. Philly has a fantastic offensive line. If the Titans' defensive ends, Bud Dupree, Sam Okwe-Nonu, Rashad Weaver, Mario Edwards, if these guys get washed down easily like they did against the Bengals, the Titans are cooked. If the defensive backs don't come up and make tackles and be involved in the run fit. The Titans are cooked. And if the Eagles run the ball, the Titans may lose by double digits. So the defensive backs and the edge rushers must be stout in run defense or the whole plan falls apart. And Shane Bowen, the Titans defensive coordinator, basically echoed that sentiment at his press conference on Thursday. The final matchup. You guys know what's coming. It's A.J. Brown. And yeah, Mark, I like it. Redacted. 
Okay, well, in this game, AJ plays for the other team. I'm covering it. Not talking about the Titans this time, so we're allowed to say his name. AJ Brown. It's one of the best players in the entire league. He's a freaking monster. Do you remember when he caught that touchdown pass against the Pittsburgh Steelers in double man coverage, caught the ball on the sideline, and then pointed at the two Pittsburgh defenders? Just to let them know, both of you bums could not hold me. We saw T. Higgins. We saw Mac Hollins. We saw Daimi Brown. We saw Alec Pierce crush the Titans down the sideline in one-on-one in man coverage. What do you think that A.J. Brown is going to do to Roger McCreary or Christian Fulton? What do you think is going to happen? Anyways, here's what it comes down to. If Christian Fulton doesn't find a way to win in one-on-one contested catches. Situ- now, like I said earlier, I don't want the Titans to do this. Do not play cover one man and leave your cornerbacks on an island and one-on-one down the sideline. Don't do that. I begged you last week, and you did it anyway, and the Bengals beat you because of it. So, if the Titans are going to be dumb and play their game, no matter who they're playing against, that Christian Fulton better have the game of his life against A.J. Brown. Combat catch situations. He better win. He better win. Because AJ's going to be ready and coming for blood. You can tell. And if I'm Christian Fulton, I better be practicing combat catches and contested catch situations on the sideline all week long. But with that being said, I'm very excited for this game. I can't wait. The Eagles have been my pet team. All year, when I'm done watching the Titans and I fulfilled all my duties, I go over to Eagles tape and have a great time. Because <laughs> uh, they're a much more fun football team to watch than the Titans are. That's that's for certain. But uh, it's going to be a fun game. And with all of the all the drama behind it, you guys can ignore that stuff if you want, but it's real. Uh, with, with all the conversation and all the juice in this matchup, I don't see how you couldn't be excited for this game. So, can't wait to break down whatever happens in the game with you guys on Sunday. Remember, I'll be going live immediately after the game ends here on the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. So, make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed for Monday through Friday and on Sunday as well. Tennessee Titans content every single day, all year round, every single weekday, I guess. But either way, that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.